Sarah Pierce. David Hess. <laughs> How are you doing? I'm great. It's nice to have you back. It's been, it, it's kind of actually hard to believe. I was just, I just seen a, a memory pop up the other day that this is the, it's almost been a year since our last episode. Are you serious? Yeah. Wow. Actually, it was a year last week, I believe. Yeah. That seems like it was just yesterday. And it was episode 36. What are you on now? You will be 114. Wow. That's a lot of people. <laughs> that is a lot of people. That's exciting. It is. I mean, some of them are repeat guests, but yeah, still. Who's, who have been your repeats? <clears throat> oh, boy. Um, I would, my friend Cipriano, he's been on like three or four times. Um, a guy named Tony Sargenopoulos, he's been on, I think, three times. And then Jeremy Hurt, he's been on four times. Yeah, yep. Because don't yeah. you like sponsor? Uh, he was stuff? sponsoring. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. And actually, I I went to uh, When September Ends this last weekend, and I was supposed to do a live interview with, with a, a friend who didn't show up. And so Jeremy was there, so I interviewed him instead. How was but, that event? I was sorry to miss that. I was out of town. Um, unfortunately, it wasn't as good as it was last year. Oh, yeah. Um. I mean, I didn't, I didn't go last year either. I, last year was a good, good So what year. happened? What was it like? This year? Uh-huh. Um, this year, there wasn't that much traffic. Oh, okay. Um, there so wasn't, the turnout wasn't Yeah, the good. turnout yeah. wasn't so great. There was like 10 so vendors. Um, there was some good performers, but yeah. yeah. Who I, was the best performer? Oh, boy. Me. You? <laughs> me. Why, why wouldn't I say me? Wait, you performed? Yeah, I did an interview. Oh, I, that was, okay, I got you. I, mean, I thought you meant like you sang or something. No, like, no, wow, I, you would not catch me singing. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty cool. Well, I, yeah, I'm bummed. That's, they put a lot of work into that. I could tell because I saw the flyers everywhere and I saw people talking about it. It is hard when you put your heart into planning an event and it doesn't have a good turnout. Mm, That's yeah. one thing, like, maybe one of my biggest stressors when I'm hosting an event is it's like, how's the turnout going to be? Like, because I know it can still be a good event, even if only a handful show up. But for the people who have invested, they're like blood, sweat, and tears. And right. like being a vendor, performing, <clears throat> if your food truck's there, it's like you want people showing up. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I went to uh, an event on Friday. My my wife, my sister-in-law, she runs... Um, uh, Forster Woods. It's an adult daycare center, mm -hmm. and they had a benefits dinner, which they usually do like every year, and it helps support the the nonprofit. Yeah, and they had like a really good performer. She was like a, a semi like famous country singer. And what's uh, her name? Do you know? Uh, what's she look like? She's blonde. She's from Lansing. From Lansing. Yeah. Was she on? Was she the one who? Uh, what do you call it? Went on The Voice or whatever that no, show no, is. No, that no, was, no, no, that was Sadie. Oh, yeah, that's Sadie. I, I believe. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. right, you're right. No, it wasn't her. It was uh, another lady who actually has a record deal. And oh. um, she was really good. Like, her band was really good. But the thing is, is it was all old people. And mm. it was kind of the wrong crowd for that yeah. kind of music. And it was a really good event. Like, there was a, um, I can't remember the food truck. There was food trucks there, like barbecue. And there mm -hmm. was um, cheesecake. Everything's cheesecake. Mm -hmm. That was there. And... Yeah, it was kind of sad because the turnout wasn't that great, but the everything else was amazing. Yeah, Ugh, that's so hard. But yeah. I, I think I know who you're talking about, though, because I think I've seen 
her videos. I, I wish I could remember her name. Maybe we should look it up or something. We can uh, we can figure it. Carrie out. Holmes. That's what it is. The yeah, Car- I do Carrie reckon, Holmes band. I do recognize that. Yeah. Well, that's pretty cool. So you're saying they brought her out for this fundraiser. You didn't think though that the crowd was really the type of crowd that would really appreciate no. everything she had to offer. No. Yeah, that's hard. No, but my my answer to that was they need younger people to come. And a way to do that would be to promote it on 517. For sure. <laughs> that's what I said. Yes. I mean, that's like my my constant. What's what's the thing that like you're obsessed with? What's what's a good word for that? Oh boy, an obsession, an addiction. <laughs> yeah, that would be an easy way to say. I'm constantly trying to get people to add their events to the 517 living calendar. I'm like People, people will have an event. It's like a beautiful looking event. And I've seen them, you know, put money into flyers and um, going on the news and all this stuff. And I'm like, why aren't you putting it on the calendar? Yeah. I, if someone puts their event on the 517 Living calendar at 517living.com for free, um, it will get featured uh, in our week. By, well, we send out two emails a week featuring different events. The events also get um, posted are, are featured on WILX Studio 10. Um, if they use the correct tags, their event will show up on not just my calendar, but multiple other calendars throughout the area. So I'm like, use this free resource, people. Is there like a like a hack, like certain words? I mean, because that's one thing, like for me, it's like there's certain words that, you know, resonate better for each episode. And it's almost like a game to try to find them. Like, which like words would with, fit best with the uh, posting about it or with what with oh uh, with just like writing out your event details no like uh when i'm uploading an episode like let's say to youtube or something there's certain tag words that work best um is it that way with the calendar oh yeah i mean there's always going to be benefits to if if you have a really good description that's using like the keywords that you know people would be searching for on google or whatever like is there yeah, a way to know though help. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm sure you could look up. Okay. So you're saying like what words, like, is there a cheat sheet essentially? I don't think, I don't think there is because in, so I'm not like a guru with SEO and like that type of stuff, but I think every time someone thinks they know it, it's already changed. Mm. Like in my very like dumb experience with it. I mean, maybe that's just cause I'm dumb and I don't get it. I'm like, wait, I thought this was working and that's not working. Um, <laughs> but I think I think uh, search engines are very smart and they know when people are trying to manipulate them and mm. they're like, yeah, you can't manipulate us. We're smarter than yeah. you. We're AI here. You know, whatever. Yeah, it's very difficult. Um, that's one thing I've realized. It's very difficult. Yeah. The internet's hard. It is. It is. <laughs> it's not fair. It's not an equal playing ground. <laughs> it's not. I mean, but but it does. You know, it's not an equal playing ground. But it offers you the resources to where be. it can be. Yeah. It's like yeah. The endless information about how you could it, be a winner in SEO. It really is. It's just a lot of work. A lot of, lot of watching videos. And I'm sure you know. Yeah. You're constantly like researching stuff, right? Um, I dabble. I'm, I'm like not like a dedicated researcher. I tend to like just go down rabbit holes of like, I'm like, this is an interesting video. This person has life changing thoughts. I'm going to watch them. And then it'll, YouTube will be like, you like them. What you probably like this person. And I'll be like, okay, tell me what you have to teach me. You know, 
But I, I do I do every once in a while try to be strategic. Like I'll look up um, you know, like I taught myself how to use Squarespace through like reading their their information, watching their videos. Oh, you want to make my website? Stuff like that. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. I mean like I don't think you would want me to do that. You would want a <laughs> professional to really do that. I trust myself to do my own stuff, but I would not want to be responsible yeah. for you like having your whole website crash and losing all your stuff. <laughs> be, we wouldn't, I wouldn't be on your show anymore, probably. No, you definitely would. And we would talk <laughs> we about talk what about, you did wrong. <laughs> talk about how you're starting from scratch. Episode one, we lost all my episodes. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, um, I'm at the point where I, I need a website. Yeah. I, uh, I started a business. So I formed the podcast as a business yeah. and then I formed a DBA. So I'm going to start an apparel line too. Really? Oh, yeah. that's exciting. Yeah. What's it? Are you able to say what it's called then? Yeah. It's called rising above apparel. Oh, <laughs> unique. That sounds familiar. That's cool. So when, yeah. when are you going to have your first uh, apparel out? I don't know. Um, I'm thinking, I'm hope I'm hoping by November, but I want to have like a few items before I release it. Really cool. Yeah. Are you going to try to sell it all online or are you going to like try to put it in stores or what? You know, I ha actually haven't really thought about that too much. Um, I, I'm, I'm going to start out online, mm -hmm. um, but I would, I wouldn't mind opening up a store. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of uh, stores in the greater Lansing area that would like carry your stuff too. If you weren't ready to make your own brick and mortar, like I know like Malik, um, he's, carries local apparel and oh um I didn't I know know. That. there's places that like could do it for you so you don't have to like just have your own store that's cool i'll have to check that out or like um old town general and stuff like okay. that you know what i mean yeah yeah i have to look into that it's i haven't even really thought about that right now i'm just like focused on just doing the basics yeah <laughs> of no. setting up the setting up the business which yeah, i already did and then all that jazz that's good but. to think it out and have a good foundation yeah um so, speaking of events, you have one coming up. I do. <laughs> that is, <laughs> you know, I forgot. No, I, I've been, it's been on my mind for, oh man, it's been consuming my brain energy for the past couple months. So, this Saturday, is it, do you, will this air before Saturday? Yeah, okay. tomorrow. Yes. So, at some point tomorrow. Okay, perfect. I don't know when, but. So, Saturday at Friday. Rock Island Park. Which is not that far from you. No. Are you guys going? Yeah. I, I will I be saw, there. I, I think I saw your SVP. Um, under the big pavilion, which is called the Red Tail Pavilion, and under the Peregrine Pavilion, which is a little bit south of that um, pavilion, there's just going to be a big community party. There will be really good vendors, like good quality vendors, where you actually want to buy their stuff. And it will be a good chance to um, – you know, load up for the holidays, get some of your gift shopping out of the way. Um, there will be interactive activities, good ones. I mean, there's like caricatures, good caricatures, face painting, not just like, oh, I'll turn you into a tiger, <laughs> but like by a, a legit artist, Sarah Sanders from Contrasted Content. She's going to be doing face painting. Um, she's amazing. I'm definitely getting my face painted. She came, she came to the podcast covered in paint. Yeah, she, she's like a walking piece of art, yeah. you know? Um, so she'll be there. Um, there's going to be a lot of interactive wellness stuff. Like um, under the uh, Peregrine Pavilion, the Live Well Healing, Live Well, the Healing Community, they are hosting that part of the event. 
They're going to be offering free and donation-based uh, wellness services like alternative um, health-type stuff like uh, auricular acupuncture, be meditation, community meditation, ecstatic dance. Um, They're going to be shoving needles in people on a picnic table? <laughs> I guess so. I mean, she, that's what she does. Alexis, um, she specializes in auricular acupuncture, so that means, and I, as far as I know, she's full on doing the needles, unless she's doing some type of pressure point type thing. Um, that's when you do the acupuncture in your ears. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so you should do it. I hear it's kind of painful, though. Right? Uh, only if you need it. Like, they it, say it can it make it you hurts. throw up. Mm. I did, I've done it before and I didn't throw up. <laughs> okay. But, but I will tell you, so the person I was doing it with, so I went with someone and they um, poked this part of our ear and they're like, "We're." I was fine. And the person was like, ah, like <sighs> it was incredibly painful. And they're like, that's the spot of your ear. But I think I'm remembering this right. They're like, if you have issues with your father that would be a tough area i think i'm remembering that right so you have daddy issues no 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 he did not me i was fine oh they're like no 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 that's what i meant that person had daddy issues oh yeah (laughs) yeah they they really they had a terrible relationship with their father like their father abandoned them and um so it was kind of interesting i'm like oh that that is very interesting I had um, Jessica, she's from Live the Live Well community, too. I can't remember her last name. Well, um, San, San, San yeah. yeah. Yeah, she's yeah. not in that, like, group anymore, but I know she okay. is, she'll be at the event. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, she, yeah, yep. mm-hmm. she was on the podcast, and she was talking about different things and, like, different parts of the anatomy and what, um, like, certain things mean, like, 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 cancer in the, in the breast, and, like, that means, like, certain, like, something specific, Oh yeah, oh I believe it's pretty it. crazy. Yeah, there's yeah. there's so much about the human body that like we have yet to discover. It's just it's there's alien. new information every day, and there's so much information out there that like we don't even know that's available. Like you know, we're walking around in these bodies. This is like all we have in the world, and we barely know anything about them. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I don't. Some people <laughs> do, but I'm like, mm, I guess it's working. I mean, that's why I'm trying to do healthier habits like drink this day soir day soir and my tea this is from yesterday actually it was today in my car but i'm still drinking it but is I'm, it good yeah it was good did you know that there's a blue owl in old town i did not know that no i feel like a fool because i out of all people you should knew that you should know that. i know it <laughs> i know it so i was passing out flyers yesterday of going to all the coffee shops and like can i put this on your cork board and I went to both of the blowouts that I knew of, the one in East Lansing and the one in Rio Town. And someone there was like, oh, you should go put it in the Old Town one. And I was like, like what? <laughs> I, I've been saying forever, Old Town needs a coffee shop. And it's been there for like three years, apparently. Wow, where is it at? It's where Bloom Roasters used to be, which is um, it's kind of over by like Sweet Jewelers. or Okay, um, so it's on the main strip. It's on that main strip, Turner. Cute little spot, went and got some tea. And um, the guy there didn't know about 517 Living, so I told him. Well, I know. mean, that's fair then, right? Yeah. I mean, how could you not know about 517 Living? But yeah. it was also fair that you didn't know about that blue owl, so. Exactly. <laughs> they're, they're not doing their job. No, I'm just kidding. Um, they're a very successful business, but they probably just don't need me. But I, <laughs> I uh, made sure they know about me now. I honestly didn't know that there was more than one. Yeah. Yeah, I only knew about the one in Rio Town. 
Yeah, Rio Town was like the old, yeah, legit, whatever. First the one. OG. Yeah. The I was going to say OG, <laughs> but then I'm like, is that, but do people say that anymore? Yeah, I um, say it. Okay. <laughs> so that, yeah, that was the first one. Then East Lansing one's over on, um, is that MAC or Albert? I think Albert. Yeah. Okay. So is that one newer then? Uh, the one in East Lansing? Yeah. It's, it's not that newer anymore. It's like, I don't know when it opened. <laughs> it's been a, it's been years now. Yeah. So planning this event, how yeah. stressful is that? I, I would assume that putting on an, any event is stressful. I've never really, I've never really organized anything like that other than maybe a wedding, which is very stressful. <laughs> yeah. But, it, it's kind of like a wedding. <laughs> it's kind of yeah. because, um, so I had a very small wedding though, so I can't really compare it to people who've had like the big weddings, but, um, I would say I don't enjoy it, um, but I enjoy the actual event. You know, like I. Will you way. actually be able to enjoy the event? Or are you going to be like going around like this needs to be this way? This needs to be that way. Mm. Trying to delegate certain things. I think that I. So I have set it up very intentionally so that pretty much every person involved in the event is someone who. It's professional and I can trust them to just like do their job. Like, mm. like artist umbrella, they are hosting an open mic, um, from five to seven. They know what they're doing. I don't have to be like, Oh, you got to plug this in here. No, they're just going to like <laughs> figure their thing out, you know? Uh, which like, I've barely heard a peep from them. They're just like, yep, we'll do it. We'll be there. And like, great. I can trust them with that. Nat spins, you know, her, she'll be doing, um, the fire dancing at the beginning of the event from four to five. And at the end of the event, when it's dark, so she can use the fire and stuff. Um, that'll be from seven to eight. She knows what she's doing. I don't have to even like, like, Hey, make sure you're here on time. No, she'll right. be there. She'll get it done. Um, all the vendors are like top quality, legit vendors, at least all the ones that are showing up. And, um, Live Well Healing Community. Alexis, uh, the person who, the owner of Live Well Healing Community, she's super sharp. Like, she's, I'm trying to, like, actually live up to her standards. She's like, <laughs> I'm going to put up white Christmas lights along the pavilion. I'm like, well, now i got to do that with my pavilion. <laughs> so, like, she, everyone's doing their part. Um, the food trucks, they are, um, yeah, they've been around. They know how to do the festival things and all that. So, I would say... So this is the fourth one I've done in this format. We took a break during the pandemic and I had changed the format a little bit for the, well, a lot for the pandemic. Instead of having an in-person gathering, I said, okay, let's, instead of 517 Living Community Night, let's do 517 Living Community Week. And throughout the whole first week of October, I think I was doing October at that point, um, we will have businesses in the area offer their own little special events and their own like discounts and like specials and unique experiences. Um, and we'll have a full lineup where it's like, this is 517 Living Community Week. Here's all the businesses doing special stuff to celebrate living in the Greater Lansing area. And, um, you know, it it worked to a certain extent. It was like a new thing. I was trying it out. I kind of learned how to maybe tweak it. And um, this year I'm combining 517 Living Community Week with 517 Living Community Night. So we're doing the full week of like celebrating where people are offering specials on their own and their own businesses. And there's like a lineup of the information at 517week.com. 
And then we're also having the in-person party. But this year, I was for the first time. Well, actually not for the first time. Every year after I do the party, I'm like, I don't want to do that again. I'm like completely <laughs> exhausted. That was a lot of work. I didn't even make any money. I've actually lost money. And then I'll be like, the next year I'll be like, I want to do it again. But this <laughs> year, I'm like, I think that I'm going to have to like can look into some ways to maybe revamp the setup because I want to be more inclusive than I was this year. Like I, before I even announced that, like we were having the event, I went out and kind of like cherry picked some really good vendors. And I was like, Hey, I'm going to have this event. You're like one of my favorite vendors. If you want a spot, um, you can sign up. And that's how I really filled up a lot of the vendor spots. And then I had to, since it was a limited space, because we want to keep them under the pavilion, I had to turn a lot of people away, even though they had good stuff, even though, um, you know, I would like to have them be part of the event. I'm like, how can I have a 517 Living Community event that's more inclusive? And I think that's going to be reverting back to the style I did during the pandemic, but making it bigger. So Mm. um, having, giving people enough notice so that, Next year, uh, October 1st through 7th, we can have a like really good lineup of all kinds of businesses throughout the entire area hosting their own special little events in like observance of 517 Living Week. So it'll be like, oh, here's the whole lineup. Oh, this person's having a concert. This person's offering half-off apparel. Um, they're... You know, David has, has a <laughs> discount code for his new apparel line. Am I... Am I- <laughs> and uh, so I might revert to that and then maybe have some smaller events throughout the year because it's just kind of getting overwhelming. Not, I don't want to say overwhelming because I, I think it's a good challenge, but it's like, what's the best way? I think, okay, A, I don't want to hire anybody. Uh, B, I'm like a perfectionist. And so like, no one would want to work for me probably because like, I have the event set up exactly how I want it. Like I, <laughs> I did everything how I want it and I would have a hard time giving up that control. I would just say the best way to be inclusive, inclusive is to just let the entire community kind of run the event, but not me be liable for all of it. Right. Like, you know what right. I mean? Have you, you said you lost, you lose money on it. Have you considered like getting sponsors or? Yeah, I, I shouldn't have even said that. Yeah. I mean, I could, I, the reason I lose, I know I could do, I could do like donation based. I think this year and last year I actually like charged money for the tickets this year. The event's free. I think for me this year, I kind of in the back of my head, I was like, this has been a long two years and we had <laughs> taken up, we had taken a break. You know, we hadn't had the event since 2000, was it 2019 or 2018 was the third annual anyway it had been like two years and i'm like i need to bring this back and i need to make it so that every single person can be there i don't want people to you know feel pressured to like do anything i just want to be able to show up and part of me was lazy and not getting sponsors yeah <laughs> yeah i mean i was completely lazy because i'm like i had just 
gone through a sales process of getting a main sponsor for 517 Living and being like Who's the sponsor? collecting bids. Um, Aqua Body Lab. It's a mm-hmm. med, med spa. So if you need your Botox done or something. Oh, yeah. You know, I could they, use actually, that. they actually offer not just like aesthetic stuff. They also do stuff for like, like healing your joints and like body pain and stuff. Like really? That. Yeah. So um, I think it's aquabodylab.com is their website. Um, is that a plug? Just, just a little one. <laughs> and I may have sent them to the wrong website. I think it's aquabodylab.com. <laughs> <laughs> they gave me money. No. Uh, so I had just gone through um, to find a main sponsor. And then I'm like, I don't have the energy to go find an event sponsor. But uh, like a, a more responsible business person would have done that. So, yes, I could do that. But then that would just be one more thing that I got to do for the event. And it's like. Some people thrive on some people thrive on event planning, and they probably get a high from it. You don't. Actually, I'm <laughs> I'm starting to get um almost like I'm and then like a manic mode where I'm like I actually probably shouldn't sleep tonight so I can finish all these. And then I'm like, no, go to sleep, Sarah. I would not say I'm getting a high from the planning, <laughs> but it's definitely like making me seem crazy a little bit. <laughs> like I. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, I mean, it'll be fine. Well, it'll be a fun event. I think um, it helps me, like, getting to that mode kind of, like, desensitizes me to, like, mm, I don't know, any, like, personal emotions or, like, like when I go to the event, since I have been so, like, eh, like crazy, like, planning it, then... I'm not really like self-conscious or anything because I'm just hyper-focused on the event. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, it's good to have something to focus on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, other than the 517 page, which takes a lot, I'm sure. Yeah. But. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I took, a, I took a week off of <clears throat> the page or let's see, I took a week off last week and we went to the UP and I did see this rare, this doesn't happen that much anymore, but during that week when I was up in the UP and I was like kind of unplugged off the grid. So I couldn't even, sometimes I didn't, you know, we didn't even have access to um, whatever phone service or internet or anything. And I was like, I actually could just be fine without doing you think social you, media. Anymore. You think you could live that way? I don't know. And in that moment, but everything's always like different when you're like taking break from something. If, if I yeah. was, I was unplugged for like a year, I might, feel differently well that, i i kind of feel that way when i do podcasts like especially if i'm doing a lot of them and i'm constantly editing and like releasing and th- like i go through spurts sometimes and mm-hmm. during those times like i get overwhelmed and burned out yeah but then like i'll take like a week off or something i'm like man i really miss it <laughs> yeah it's like it's like a drive like i don't know i just no i i get that for sure i think i would probably and same with like how you would feel probably like I would get antsy and bored without it. Like, cause it, it's something that is like growth oriented. It's something that's like connecting people. And so there's a certain kind of energy to it that is, yeah, I would miss that. Yeah. But I would say I, during that week, I think that week was really helpful for me, even though like while I was there, I'm like, oh, I should be working on stuff for the event. But it was so important because I think I really did need to unplug and just take a break from everything. Because I, I do get too caught up in stuff and too addicted to 
technology. And I understand that. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. <clears throat> I completely understand that. And my wife sometimes is like, what are you, can you get off your phone? I'm like, I am trying to message this person. Or I'm trying to promote this or I'm trying to do this. I know. Like I try to justify it. Like yeah. I, it's for this, but it's like, sometimes it's an addiction. Mm-hmm. It's like I could, that could wait till later. Exactly. That's, that's the exact same thing that I do. And my husband's like, you're on your phone all the time. <laughs> and I'm like, I have all my business stuff on my phone, okay? My e-commerce stuff, my website stuff. I, I'm like, I have to be on my phone. And But then I'm like, in my brain, I'm like, mm, I could probably <laughs> condense this into like a work session, like when he's not here. And, and I could see how that would be annoying, especially since like he doesn't even have, he barely uses his email. <laughs> he, doesn't, he doesn't have it. He doesn't have Facebook? Nothing. He, he asked me to remove his phone number from his Google business listing the other day. So I he has no <laughs> phone number on his own business listing. He's like, no, I don't. What's I don't his business? Anything. I can't tell you. He, <laughs> he's, he doesn't even want people to know his number. <laughs> I'll say he, he does. Uh, he's a mechanical contractor. So he does like boiler work. He works on like plumbing, heating, AC, mm. stuff like that. So, you know, something mm. everybody always needs. So, yeah. So how how does he expect people to get a hold of him? <laughs> you know, this is what he does. He has like he has like an old school Rolodex. First of all, of like <laughs> whose number is in this car? I'm like, where did you get this thing? Um, he just works with all his old people who knew him from years ago, and um, he takes referrals. So like, if someone calls him and they're like, "Hey, I need you to work on this or that," he'll be like, "How did you hear about me?" <laughs> And it's not like, oh, I'm going to record this for my marketing department. He's just like suspicious. How did you hear that? <laughs> He's a good guy, I swear. But yeah. That's funny. That's really funny. Wow. He's just, I think in that line of work, if you're good at it, you're just always busy. And yeah. he's he's just like slammed non- yeah. nonstop. Doesn't matter. Like winter, it's the heaters and boilers. You know, summer people want AC, AC. or they have the plumbing issues <clears> or, you know whatever well that's unfortunate that he won't get a new client (laughs) (laughs) what do you need done though i need a lots lots of things done yeah yeah no i'll Um, I'll pass him your name all right i'm just kidding (laughs) (laughs) um so the event starts at what time 517 living community night starts at four at hawk island county park that is over on aurelius road Oh, wait, no, off of Aurelius Road on Kavanaugh. And it is a beautiful park. Um, they have the, is that considered like a lake or a pond? It, I don't know. I would say a pond. A body it's like of a, water. It's like man-made. Yeah, but it's yeah. like a big pond. It's a big pond, but yeah. it's a pond. Yeah. And then they've got the trails. There's a dog park. Um, this event is dog friendly. So you can bring your dogs if they're well-behaved on a leash. And there's like actually a dog uh, craft that they like put their paws in paint and they like make little bouquets and Positive Pet Care is um, hosting that. They're also going to have dog treats, um, nail clipping, buddies pals will be there. Um, they bring trained dogs into schools for kids to read to the dogs. It's kind of like a, almost like a therapy learning type thing. Hmm. Um, the vendors, okay, I'll just list real quick a couple of like the food vendors crystal's kitchen have you ever had her on your podcast i have not i don't even know what that is crystal's kitchen it's like barbecue um Mm -hmm. and apparently very good barbecue 
Uh, am I, I don't know if it's, am I vegan or Michigan vegan? They'll be there. They've got plant-based food, which is like delicious. Um, I've seen their pictures. It looks really good. Yeah. It's, it, it, you wouldn't guess that it was vegan cause it's so flavorful. Um, are you saying the vegan stuff isn't flavorful? I, it gets that, <laughs> it has that rep. I think, I think it has that rep, but you're right. Like some vegan food is just delicious, but I think a lot of people who aren't familiar with the vegan lifestyle, think it's just like eating like raw carrots and like well i mean i think when you're a vegan you kind of have to make it taste good right otherwise you're going to be eating raw carrots yeah (laughs) exactly uh so that'll be their uh sweet encounter bakery they've got gluten-free like delicious stuff um abundance cafe she's gonna have soup Ah, coffee tea erin yeah yeah she's coming on next weekend oh yeah 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 she's got good food man i i I had her her, i love her yeah uh what's the celebrate meridian that's when i had her food hey me too time. really yeah i was there too do you have the like the wrap or yeah what? the yeah. chicken wrap yeah, it was so and good. the muffin the muffin yeah. is oh, so good i didn't have the muffin i had you a tea. I need to get her muffin really yeah <laughs> that was funny i i just released an episode with uh kendra today who works with um aaron um kendra. okay <clears throat> she uh she has a business that uh it's like eco-friendly uh containers so you're oh. you're eliminating trash and whatnot. Yeah, okay. she's relatively new. Like has a relatively new What's business. What's the name of her business? Um, takeout, takeout. Take so take, take out. the trash out of takeout. Huh. I'll have to look this up. Yeah, yeah. Follow her. She has like zero followers. No, I'm just kidding. She has okay. like 80, 80 some followers. Everybody, but. go follow takeout, takeout. Yeah. No, okay. she's doing good things. Okay. Um, but anyway, she works with Aaron, and she was on when she was on. We were talking about. I was talking about her muffins. And she's like, I just had Aaron's muffin today. <laughs> she had the same response you had. I don't know why it sounded so <laughs> well. Obviously, I don't know. Um, it just caught me off guard. I guess. Yeah, Aaron's food is delicious, and her muffins <laughs> I have not had. They're really um, good because she doesn't use sugar, and she uses ooh. um like like she uses fr- uh, fresh fruit to ooh. sweeten it. Really? And Ooh. so it's not like super sweet, like a, a real muffin, like not a real muffin, but you know, like a, a muffin you'd buy like at the, the store. traditional ones. Right. Yeah. But right. it, but it's sweet enough to where you're like, wow, this is, this that's, is That's good. right up my alley. That's, uh, I'll have to, I think she's bringing some baked goods too, but she was primarily going to have for sure soup, tea and coffee. And then, um, farmer's daughter delectables is going to have hot cocoa bombs but she's also going to have hot water there so you can drink the hot cocoa at the event um oh nature's 92 she's going to have her sea moss smoothies and products there i think i think that's all the food vendors i might be missed i feel like i'm missing one but that's the main ones yeah that's cool and then all the other ones are going to have um really good stuff there's some interactive stuff it's just going to be entertaining yeah yeah that's awesome now what is the purpose of the 517 event living the 517 a living event yeah like what is the purpose like the ultimate goal of it just to celebrate just to celebrate i think um you know 517 living everything i do with it like work wise is all virtual like in the digital world it's all like we have the facebook group where we connect the event calendars online we have the different uh social media platforms i send out emails so I don't know, like, at what point I decided as, like, a very introverted person, like, <laughs> I think I should have a big party with everybody <laughs> oh, and, like, lose money on it. I, I think I just thought it was important. You know, I'm like, you know, 
517 Living's all about events, I would be kind of hypocritical to not have an event, mm-hmm. like at least one a year. And it also gives me like an understanding of the event host that I'm working with, like the people who are using the calendar and the different platforms to promote their events. Being an event planner of my own events, now when I see someone like trying to get the word out about their event, like I know firsthand what it's like. Um, and I can often like assist them in their journey of like promotion. Like, Hey, not only can you put it here, but you can do this. Have you tried this? And like, I mean, I don't want to go around telling everyone what to do, but if I, if they seem to be wanting help, I'll let them know. No, I, I really appreciate that about you because I, I mean, I don't host events, but anytime I like post something and you're like, I feel like I should reach out to him. You send me like a little message like, Hey, do this or oh. you should do that. You should try this. I do that. Yeah, you do. Like what? I mean, maybe, maybe it's not you. Is there other admins? No, but what do you mean? Like, oh, like when you, um, like you've reached out to me a few times Oh, um, to like optimize your posts. And yeah. Stuff. Yeah. 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 yeah okay. Which I don't know if I listened to you or not. <laughs> <laughs> I might've well, like once or twice, but well, I mean, maybe you tried it and it just didn't actually <clears throat> make much of a difference, but yeah, I do remember because I had put out a post that was like, Hey, here's some tips of how to get more people to view your content. And then I think you reached out to me and were like, so would you recommend this, this, and this? And yeah, we did have a conversation of yeah. where it was kind of like, try this and then see how that goes and then tweak it this way and see if it gets better or worse and like kind of A-B testing type stuff. Yeah. 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 It's very difficult. I mean, like for somebody who co- creates content or somebody who has an event, like you always have to be in front of people's eyes. And yeah, like for me, I don't want to swamp the 517 page. So I'm like, I'll just post once or twice. <laughs> Um, on an episode, but um, it's it, it's hard though because hard. like you, it's almost like an an emotional experience trying to promote something because you have you're in like this bubble of like you know everything you're doing and so you feel and not just like you, I mean like right event the, promoter the creators, you, yeah, and so you're like, oh, people are probably so annoyed with me. I'm posting this like I posted <laughs> in like 50 different groups. I posted it again on my page like people are probably getting so sick of me but really in in reality people are seeing like one percent of what you're doing and so they're a little bit like oh i just saw that you posted this thanks and you'll be like oh that was like my 50th time posting that. i'm glad you finally <laughs> saw it you know but it is it's kind of like an a, emotional journey trying to promote what you're doing yeah well actually i was just having a conversation with uh kendra about it because when she was on the podcast she was saying that she needs to optimize her following and she needs to get more followers and whatnot. And I was just like, you need to like, just be relentless with, with your postings. Like you need to promote yourself. Cause if you don't promote yourself, like who's going to like, and that's yeah. one thing that like I struggled with and I still kind of do. Cause I hate like talking about me. It's yeah. usually like, I want to promote other people or whatever, Right. but you have to promote yourself because nobody else is going to do it for you. And, and eventually maybe somebody will, but Right. Here and there. Um, it's true. But the thing is, like, people, I, I've had people complain about, like, all the posts I put up on, on social media. Because, like, I'll put it everywhere, like, at the same time. People complain about it? I've had people say stuff, like, snarky comments. And, like, yeah. I know they're complaining, but it's, like, snarky. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, that's annoying. Because um, I'll put it on, like, Instagram, which automatically shares to Facebook. And then I'll share on my, like, the Rising Above Facebook page. And mm-hmm. then I'll share on the 517 page. Yeah. And, I'll share, good. I'll That's just good. share away. Good. And so the people that I, that follow me, you know, see it like a lot, but 
Um, the thing is, is like those people don't have a problem seeing a Walmart commercial. Like they'll scroll through Facebook and see Subway yeah. commercials all day and don't care. Yeah, keep scrolling, man. <laughs> it's like if you like there are so many features with social media. Like if you don't want to see something, then you don't have to see it. You unfollow like you you can yeah. unfollow discreetly, like instead of just acting annoyed and doing nasty <laughs> comments. I read a, I deleted a comment off of one of my posts today. The guy said which this guy has posted on Facebook before that Sarah Pierce is an effing C. Whoa. You know what I mean? And uh, I saw that he had, so- I must have unblocked him because every once in a while I go through and like unblock all the people who I Give blocked. him a second Give, chance. Yeah, like clean slate. Oh, Merry <laughs> Christmas. But then uh, I saw this guy who I had unblocked. He was um, commenting on something about my event and he was like, Sarah Pierce is the admin of 517 Living, and she doesn't like anybody who's not financially stable or what? she thinks she's better than, and it was like all these typos and everything. And I'm just like. Is that true? Yes. <laughs> I mean, I'm only talking to you guys because you're very wealthy and, you know, <laughs> obviously very cool. No, I don't know. I know why he's saying that. It's Because you I, blocked him. It's because, and this is just a blanket thing that I do for everyone. I don't allow people to ask for money in the group because we have so many people in the group. There's over 40,000 people in the 517 Living Group. Yeah, which is insane, by the way. Because the last time yeah. you were on, I think we were talking about, it was like 37,000 or something like that. Yeah, it's been growing. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's pretty insane. slow growth, actually, in a year. Only, I don't think so. gained 3,000. Anyway. How I, dare you <laughs> do that to me? <laughs> I don't have that many followers. <laughs> you know, percentage-wise, I mean... Anyway, no, he he said uh, that because he kept on trying to ask for money in the group. And I was like, dude, Jim, you can't do that. And he was like, I'm going to sue you for discrimination. And I'm like, no, it's just a rule. I have, I can't, everybody would like more money. Yeah. Everybody's struggling. Everyone has something they would like to invest in. And if everybody's asking everybody for money, like everybody for money in the group, the group's going to go to, you know, crap and I have, I sent him like a resource list. I'm like, go to the directory. I've got a resource of nonprofits. If you need some strategic help, this is the place to go. But nobody wants strategic help. They just want to ask Facebook people to send money to their GoFundMe for their, you know, whatever. Yeah. But I'm sure he's a good person. I think, no, I, yeah. What if he shows up at the 517 event? You know what? I actually, (laughs) I actually started to comment on it because I was like, I'm just going to respond to him. I was like, Jim, you should come out to 517 Living Community Night. Talk to me in person, and I think you'll change your mind. But then I was like, actually, I probably don't want him to come out there. <laughs> that might be a problem. So I, like, deleted it, and I just deleted his comment. I'm like, don't engage back away. That's a hard thing to do because back when we had the controversy on the 517 page for my content – um, it was so easy to want to like respond. And I did respond once and then I'm like, delete, delete. And I went yeah. back and deleted it. But there was a lady, um, I think her name was Karen and <laughs> which I found hilarious. And she was like commenting and giving me crap. And I was like, okay, Karen. And then I was like, nah, I need to delete that. And I deleted it. Good for you. Before she saw it. I hope so. I mean, it was like five o'clock in the morning and I doubt she was awake. Was her name really Karen? Or were you just no? I'm pretty sure it was Karen. So then, why'd you delete? Okay, Karen, you were just saying okay with her name. Yeah, because it's snarky. You're right. No, good for you. You saw that. Good for you. I respect that. I um, I try to I try to follow the same like protocol with people because I've obviously you know got a lot of people messaging about stuff and a lot of strong opinions in the group and everything. And um, it's got to be hard to manage. 
it's it has its times where it's kind of overwhelming, but usually it's okay. <clears throat> um, and it's gotten a lot better throughout the years. I have a lot less drama throughout the years, and I think it's just because of the setup and the rules and the all the things I've done to kind of just eliminate the problems and stuff. But um, yeah, I find it way more effective and like less time consuming, consuming less energy consuming if you just like treat people with like calm kindness and just like don't get sucked into yeah. their, their hurricane yeah. of, of like chaos and emotion and obviously I, I mean a lot of it a lot of the messages that are negative come from people who are suffering from like mental health issues too so i, I try to keep that in mind too yeah i mean it's very unfortunate you have a group of forty thousand people i mean what's the chances of 400 of them being a freaking idiot <laughs> Oh yeah, like percentage-wise, I mean, I've got a lot of like, yeah, dangerous psychopaths in the group. Probably, <laughs> some serial killers. Me. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That was an interesting experience when I posted that episode because it was it was weird for me because um, I didn't see anything wrong with him. Like, it's just, I mean, obviously, I knew he was kind of a controversial person. People don't know I inter- interviewed Ryan Kelly, and that was a huge mistake, apparently. Everybody cancel David. Cancel me, please. Turn off this episode. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. It was, it was um, I listened to it. It was, I mean, you were not like, everybody go vote for this guy. You were just like, hey, you're a person. Tell me what you're thinking. What did, you know, tell yeah, me about your thoughts it, and everything. People weren't happy also that I didn't like grill him on certain things like the whole January 6th thing, or I didn't question some of the statements he had made on the podcast, which again, that's not what the podcast is about. It's not about me sitting here debating that person. It's about me just having a conversation. Like, tell me what, what you think and why you're running and like, I don't know. Well, and I think that, and I was thinking about that as, um, actually, as I was on my way over here, I was talking to someone who's at my house and I was like, oh yeah, I'm, I was like, you know, I always feel like my content is so stale when I'm talking about 517 living and stuff. Um, like I, I had even said to my husband a while ago, I'm like, I don't, I don't know if I want to do interviews anymore and like talk on, because I just feel like I am boring. And, You're um, definitely not. You're but, funny. But with this person I was talking to, um. I was like, you know, but this this show's different. Like, he actually, he has, like, interesting questions and stuff like that. And so, in the, what's the word I'm looking for? In contrast or, like. Mm, in retrospect? Not in, what, what's the word? In <clears throat> contradiction? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> different from what those people are saying. I don't know what words I'm trying to think of. Um, I think that if they had, you know they expected you to like do all these things, ask questions about this and, uh, you know, challenge him on this. If they think that's what should be done, then they should go do their own podcast and do it exactly that way. I think that what sets a podcast apart is when you don't do what people expect you to do. You just have a conversation, talk about things that might be unexpected that might come up that people, because you know, guaranteed that person has an interview like hundred other interviews out there where people are asking him those questions and challenging yeah. things. You're just on here talking to people. Right. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, and I mean, you know, you're on the podcast. I did not plan any of these questions or any of these statements right. out. Like right. it's essentially just like a free for all. Like we, I don't know what we're going to talk about. I might right. have like an idea of a question I want to ask, but aside from that, most of the conversation is not formulated. It's just, we just we just talk. I think just that's, sit down and that's talk. the best way to do it because um, that's how you really 
discover new things about, you know, the person that you're talking with is not to have some like, okay, these are the things I know about them, so I'll ask them about these things. No, you like just naturally, organically let the conversation lead itself. Yeah. yeah. I, I do not regret any of that at all because, I mean, I, I know people that, you know, they formulate podcasts that way, which is, is fine. Um, they have bullet points that they discuss and I, I, it's fine. It depends on what you're doing. I'm not doing that. I'm just interviewing people and I want to talk to people. I want to have a fun conversation. Right. I think that sometimes people <clears throat> do the bullet points because not every, and you know, some people are just like want to be organized and everything, but the art of conversation isn't something that everyone is like skilled in, you know, mm. for some people it, they can't just like fly by the seat of their pants in conversation. And also if you're interviewing someone who is maybe like, uh, like feeling like socially like awkward or like a little nervous. Yeah. It could be tough to have an organic conversation it's if they're very like, tough. if they're like, I don't, I need to pre-plan what I'm going to say that I, I could see why some people would be tempted to give them structure. I, I had a girl on the podcast and she was a very nice girl. Um, very nice girl. But like I had to like fish questions out of her. I was literally like 20 minutes in. And I'm like, I, I don't know what else to talk about. What do you, what do you want to talk about? Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I literally and, said that on the podcast. I'm like, I, I don't know what to talk about. Like I would, yeah. I would ask her a question and she would answer with like one word. Like, so, so where are you from? From Lansing okay, so where'd yeah. you go to school? I like just asking basic questions. And well, yeah, and you've probably from doing this podcast have actually improved your conversation skills because you've probably learned like how to get people to open up like and asking open-ended questions and all this stuff. Like it's, it's really a self-development thing you're doing here. It really is because when I first started the podcast, I was, I was an idiot. Like I actually was just talking to another guy um, who does a podcast. I went to this event in Chicago. It's called Roger up an amazing event. I've heard um, of that. What is that? Uh, I had a guy on who hosted the event. His, his name was Brent and I probably shared it, but um, okay. he's an author. He wrote a book and he threw this event in Chicago. It's called Roger Up. And they had like ex-Navy SEALs like Jason Redman. I don't know if we, you know who he mm -hmm. is. Um, Navy SEAL who was shot in the back of the head and then shot like six times. Um, survived. And he's a, he's a motivational speaker. And he was, I didn't know that he was shot in the head. Yeah, he I, was I mean, shot in the back of the head. The bullet came out of the front of his face, blew apart his orbital, blew apart his jaw. He had like 40 surgeries, literally, to reconstruct his face. Wow. He was shot in the hip, shot in the elbow, which shattered his um, elbow. And they had to put it back together. And he can't bend his arm completely. My goodness. This dude is and a beast. now he's a motivational. He's, he's like a motivational guy. Yeah. Wow. And he has like, um, a, he has, he's like a, a coach. And he has like an online um, program. Uh, I'm a part of his group now. I know, like, I know his name and I know that he's in the motivational world because I feel like you and I probably listen to some of the same. We probably like, do. Same. Cause like you yeah. have a, I've seen like your posts about like just trying to be growth oriented, challenging yourself, like motivation yourself. So I, I feel like we probably listen to similar things online. We probably do. Um, but I don't know much about him. So he got, he got messed up and now he's a mo motivational guy. Yeah. And he was there, he was at this event and yeah. you know, they, it was like a three day thing where they had a bunch of all these Navy SEALs and, uh, they had a bunch of just veterans there and, um, motivational speakers. They had like a, a police officer. They had, um, 
a lady who uh, is also another motivational speaker. All these people, by the way, are coming on the podcast. Ooh, yeah, how which is exciting. very cool. Wow. Um, and uh, yeah, it's very exciting. But I don't remember where I was going with this. <laughs> um, you were talking about. Oh, I was talking to the, I was talking to this guy. Yeah. Um, who does a podcast, and he was at the event. He was a speaker as well. Um, just a normal guy though, and he was him and I were talking about podcasting and I was telling him about when I first started the podcast, like I, I work at GM. So working mm-hmm. on the line, I put my headphones in and I just do go about my business. I put parts on cars. Yeah. It's very monotonous. Like it's just the same thing repeatedly over and over and over all day long. You don't have to talk to anybody if you don't want to. Yeah. Like it's just, you just you're in your own zone. And so I kind of got into the, like, the rhythm of that and the habit of that. Mm-hmm. And I just stopped talking to people. Yeah. And so it's like talking really is a skill that like you have to keep doing because if you don't do it, you'll lose it. That's absolutely and, right. And yeah. so like by doing the podcast, I realized immediately how bad I was at talking. Like I thought it'd be easy, like watching all these big podcasters. I'm like, that looks so easy. I could do that. Yeah. No, it's very difficult. Like I would sit down with somebody and literally three minutes in, I'd be like, oh boy. Yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. <sighs> And it's like, oh, you, I mean, it's, well, I'm trying to think of a good comparison, but like someone had talked about, I ran into someone in the UP and they were talking about how they're back in the dating game and he had gone on a date with a person like that. And it's like, you know, sometimes those people, maybe they're just not like good in that moment with like new people, new situation. And maybe if you were friends with them for like a year, you would have super interesting, deep conversations. But regardless, you're working with people where in that moment, yeah. if you've never met them before, yeah. you got to get them to open up, talk about themselves and not just answer questions like one word answers, but to like keep going. Yeah. It's very yeah. difficult. I remember, I kind of remember the turning point. Um, for me was when I just, I just decided that instead of having like asking these big, like formulated, like very important questions, I'm just going to talk to them. Like, I'm just going to talk to them like, Hey, so where are you from? Are you from Lansing? Cool. Where'd you go to school? Like, tell me a little bit about yourself. Ease into it. Wedge. Yeah. Yeah. Warm them up. And Mm -hmm. then they start talking and get comfortable. And then you have something to go off of. Once they start telling you things like, I don't know, I like video games. Oh, cool. What kind of video games? I don't know. I don't even know, but. I feel like you probably also in this role, not only have you been working on your, like the art of conversation, but you probably are learning a lot of things. Cause like yeah. you're talking to people and they're teaching you things. And you, how many, you, how many people have you talked to now? I know you've had some repeats. Oh boy. Um, well, I mean, total I've, I mean, I've actually had over 114 episodes. Um, there was a few episodes that didn't air, but why didn't they air? Uh, just recording issues. Oh, gotcha. Like I interviewed uh, Andy May- Mayor Shore or Mayor Andy Shore. Um, he was on the podcast and it didn't record. No, it recorded video but didn't record audio. No, and uh, I reached back out to him and they were like, "Yeah, he's busy." And I was oh, like, "Whatever." That's such so, a bummer. It that, was a bummer, but it was a huge learning experience for me. Yeah, to that, do sound checks. That <laughs> happened. That happened to me. Um, on one of when someone. <laughs> brought me in to talk to me. They they knew nothing about 517 Living. So I was like <laughs> talking like to someone who they they went into it being like 517 Living is so cool. It's my favorite. And I started talking about like 
the website calendar and they're like, you have a website? And like, they didn't know anything about it. But uh, where to be fair, to be fair, I didn't really realize you had a website. I know you have one now, yeah. but like when I interviewed you last time, I really didn't know that much about 517. That's okay. You know, and I shouldn't even said that because uh, so many people don't know that I have a website. And you it also actually, have an Instagram. I do have an Instagram. And a YouTube. I do. I didn't know you had a YouTube I, until like this, this year. Well, I barely, okay. I suck at Instagram and YouTube and Twitter. You have a Twitter? Uh, yeah, I have Twitter. <laughs> I'm like, why do I even have this? I should get rid of it. But uh, it's an embarrassment, really. It's it's an embarrassment to me and my brand that I, if anyone goes and looks at my Twitter, they're just going to be like, this lady doesn't know what she's doing. That's like, funny. What does she even have a Twitter for? That's how my Twitter is, too. Yeah, it's definitely neglected. Um, But... Out of time. No, you're oh, good. Okay. We're good. I was just looking at the, the he switched the camera, so I was just looking. I don't even know where I was going with this. But, you were talking uh, about Twitter and uh YouTube and Oh, that he that him. he didn't record me. Like we went through a whole like it was like telling them all about five and seven living. Was it a podcast? Yeah. Was so it a he, new podcast? So he did no, he had done so before, but he uh did the same thing to me that you did to Andy Jordan. Mm. But well, it's okay. I did actually record with him again. I'm actually glad that the one with Andy Shore didn't record because it was a half hour. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I literally looked at actually that, that was the episode. I looked at the my phone and I'm like three minutes in. This is going to be rough. And so I just started asking dumb questions. So like, what does a mayor do? <laughs> I literally asked him that. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah. No, that's good. That's a good question, actually. I mean, it's a good question, but... What does a mayor do? A lot of people don't know that. No, and I didn't. I genuinely didn't know what a mayor did. <laughs> I'm, kind of, I'm kind of... Well, I, I won't... Never mind. I was going to go into a whole, like, thing where people would realize how stupid I am. But <laughs> I, I'm there with you, right? Up there. <laughs> um, there was something, though. There was somewhere else. Was, oh, the thing that made it bad, and maybe, he probably won't listen to this because he's probably... He's got his own podcast to listen to. But the second... <laughs> he so, just listened so, to himself so, all day. What made it bad and worse <laughs> than yours is that... So we had the whole podcast. I told him everything about 517 Living. was all animated. Had my coffee and went through it. He didn't record it. Let me know. So I went back to re-record it. And he still didn't know anything about 517 Living. Oh. He literally, at that that second time, was the time where he's like, you have a website? Like, I talked to you for like an hour. I'm going to take a guess. No, don't. I don't want to get in trouble. <laughs> don't do it. You know. You know. I know. I, I, know. I know you know. I know. Because that's yeah. how I found out about your show. Okay. was from doing that one. Okay. I thought you yeah. found out about about it from Shamber. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we won't go any further. You know what I'm talking about. No, I know right? what you're talking about. Okay. Yeah. yeah. What Whatever happened? Did she still train you? I know she... I thought she moved, but... Shamber is... Yeah, she moved. Uh, no, she doesn't. She's not my trainer anymore. But I actually just talked to her today. We were saying uh, we need to connect. So is she doing good? Yeah, she's doing great. Cool. Um, she, I don't. She's not in like doing fitness for a career anymore. She, um, so she's not at that place that was doing that podcast anymore. But she <laughs> is doing wonderful. She is. Um, live. I don't know. She's thriving. Awesome. She's happy. That's awesome. I'm happy for her. She's an awesome person. I would like to have her back sometime. She's a very positive person, and she's she's been through a lot. I think she's at, um, I don't want to, like, speak for her, but I think she would agree that she's 
um, after everything she's gone through in so many different ways in her life, like she's now at this point in life in her life where she's like, I am going to find out who I am and what my values are and like figure out things that make sense for me in my own way. Yeah, that's important. It's really important, especially to do it when you're young. Yeah, because I mean, a lot of people, they wait till they're in their 40s, they're married, they have kids, and then they realize I haven't been living the life I wanted to live and I don't even know who I am. So I'm going to get a divorce. I'm going to uproot my family. And then it's just, it's a mess. And then it's all that childhood trauma comes out and yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's, that's awesome. That's awesome for her. Yeah. I'm happy for her. Yeah. Um, where are we at? We're at an hour. Anything Mm -hmm. else we should touch on? I don't know. I don't know. Tell, tell me in your in your growth journey, I've been seeing like you've been doing more like fitness stuff, trying to like challenge yourself and like get up early and all this stuff. And um, what would since you've kind of started doing that type of stuff? What are the top two things that have been like the most impactful? for mm. you? Well, I think getting up for one is the hardest part because I have to be at work at 630 in the morning. So in order to get up and work out, I have to wake up at 350 in the morning and that that allows me to work out for an hour or at least to do stuff for an hour. 350. What time do you go to bed? Uh, Around eight o'clock. Well, no, no, no. That's a lie. Eight, eight. I try to go to bed between 830 and nine generally. Okay. Good for um, you. Yeah, I try to stick to that. Sometimes, like if it's like nine thirty, I'm like, man, I'm gonna be early tomorrow. <laughs> that that's a really that's a really smart thing to do. Um, going to bed earlier, getting up earlier. Well, that's one thing that this Roger Up event did for me. It it was like three days of just we're gonna like beat you down and like teach you all this stuff, like how to make your life better. And it's not any of that like motivational bullshit that you typically hear, like. Like you can do anything that you put your mind to. If you just, you know, whatever it's like, you need to work hard. You need to take ownership of your life. And this is how you do it. You need to have a routine. You need to have a schedule. You need to like be on top of things. You need to take notes. You need to just need, you need to get after life essentially. Be more intentional. Yeah. 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 And so for me, that was like a big kick in the butt because like I had been for the longest time, um, I mean, putting podcasts, I was just grinding on podcasts and it's like, I wasn't even making headway. It seemed like, and, um, I wasn't even really happy. Like, I mean, I was happy doing them, but like, I don't know. I just wasn't happy. And so by going to this event and just kind of like reaffirming everything that I already knew and putting it into play, like I started waking up early. Um, I started doing 20 minutes of cardio, which helps because, when you first wake up that early in the morning, you don't want to do anything. You don't want to mm-hmm. move. And so like the first 10 minutes I spend like, man, this sucks. And then the last 10 minutes I'm like, okay, I feel good and I can get after it. And so I, I usually get after it like the last 10 minutes. And I usually just do like the elliptical or the bike. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, this morning I did the bike, but usually the elliptical. And then I do a hundred pushups, hundred body weight squats, and then three minute plank, a three minute plank. And then I spend 10 minutes journaling and 10 minutes or 10 minutes reading, then 10 minutes journal journaling. And what are you reading? I, uh, right now I'm reading the war of art, uh, mm. by Stephen Pressfield, which is an amazing book to read. I've when, heard of that book. I've never read it. Though. You should definitely read it. Um, the in war fact, of art. okay. In fact, you can have it after I'm the done. The war of art. The war of art. 
the war, like going yeah. to war. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, okay. it's it, it's an interesting book because Stephen Pressfield talks about resistance and what resistance is, and essentially resistance is like an and is it's your enemy, hmm. like everything that's stopping you from doing what you want to do is called resistance. Like I don't want to wake up early. That's a resistance. Yeah. Um. I don't want to. I don't want to take notes. I don't want to journal. That's mm-hmm. resistance. Right. I don't want to sit down and and write my book, or I don't want to do this because I just. Uh, I want to do something else. That's resistance. And you got to fight that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and that's what the book's about. It's like how, yeah. how, how to fight it or it's just. It's, like- it's about, it's about how to fight it. It's about like kind of bringing, like putting, I guess, putting a face to resistance, like what it really is. Hmm. Um, and, and that what, does sound interesting because that's something I definitely struggle with. In like what, in different forms, like resistance comes in different forms. Like, I mean, it could be that, you know, you have to make an option or you have to make a decision uh, between options of like, I'm going to go do this. or I'm going to go do this. Which one do I, which one would benefit me the most? Mm. Which one would give me the most like instant gratification? Mm. Cause generally if it's instant gratification, it's not good. Right. You know? So, um, it's a really good book for like c- people who are creative and artists. And, um, I don't know. It's a, it's a really good book to read in the morning because, like I'll, I'll I don't want to get up and then I read it and I'm like okay that makes sense that's what me not wanting to get out of bed was it was resistance yeah <laughs> it was okay me. I'll definitely I've been trying to listen to stuff more and like on audible and stuff so I'll go look that up yeah I've I it's an easy book to read um it's not very long unfortunately it's taken me a while to get through it because I only read for 10 minutes so um I read that book in the morning and then the evenings before bed I read another book What's the other but, book? Uh, the, the other book I'm reading right now is called Roger Up. Um, oh, okay. It's, for, it's that guy's book. Gotcha. So okay. um, I'm reading that right now. But I have some other books from like Jason Redman I'm going to be reading. Um, he talks about like his life and overcoming. One's called Overcome. Mm-hmm. And then the other one is called uh, the Trident. So Interesting. Um, but I would say like the two things that have helped me the most is, um, oh, boy, I would say journaling journaling for sure has helped me a lot because it helps put things into perspective yeah like and then so what i do is uh, i had a friend reach out to me the other day he's like how do you journal like what do you do and he's like i've been wanting to do i just don't know how and i'm like honestly you could just write whatever you want um but what i do is i write i write my goals five goals for um professional like professional five professional goals five personal goals and then five um uh, physical goals for the day uh for it could be for the day it could be for the week it could be for just a lifetime it could be a ridiculous goal um could be anything and then what i do after that is i take at least one or two from each category and i write what i can do today to forward any like one of those goals Hmm, that's that's smart that's a good way to growth oriented way to start your day yeah and then so and then i take a picture of it um of my goals and then i like review it at work and stuff and I'm always constantly thinking about it. Like, what can I do to further that? Or like, like today, one of my goals was like schedule. I think I wrote like schedule one or two people for the podcast. And immediately first thing in the morning, that's what I did is I reached out to people and scheduled them. And then I actually scheduled more. And then I had people reach out to me wanting to do the podcast. And it's like, okay, oh. you like, this is something that like, once you start doing it, 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 it can change. Like it moves the needle. Yeah. No, just 
just starting the day with intention and that focus. Yeah. I mean, and since you're, you know, working out in the morning, that changes your brain, you know, so you're starting off with a healthier brain and then you're like action plans ready. That's that's a recipe for success for sure. Well, it's not even like a, like, it's not even like I'm working out to work out, like to get in shape. It's more or less just doing something to move your body to wake up. Oh yeah. And and that's, that's what's important. The hardest thing that I do in the morning, though, is I've been taking cold showers, and Ooh, yeah. that's hard. I've tried that before, and I'm like, not worth it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll have poor health, whatever. <laughs> My wife's like, you're crazy. I am not doing that. I hate being cold. I'm like, okay. What is? What are the, okay, have you, well, it's hard to know if you've had any benefits from it because yes. you're doing all these other things. Yes. But you think yes. Okay. Yes. Um, yeah. I, one thing I've noticed is that, so what I do is I keep the phone right next to my right next to the shower. So I wash up. It's kind of cold but kind of warm at the same time. I wash up, rinse off, and then I set my timer for one minute and I fling it down to the cold as cold as it'll go. And I stand there and I'm like, <laughs> and then by thirty seconds I'm like, okay, I'm good. Okay, so you. You can do one minute. I do one minute in the front, and then I uh, okay. reset the timer, and I do one minute in the back. Okay, as long as, you know, I could maybe get down with that. As long as the whole shower wasn't cold. Yeah, no, that's ridiculous. I don't know, though. It's a <laughs> brutal. I, one thing I've noticed, though, by doing it is it, like, I don't really know, like, all the scientific, like, benefits of it. I know that there's a lot to yeah. it, but um, it helps my mind. Like, it helps me, like, feel like, okay, like, I can accomplish a day. Like, I feel good. Yeah. Like, you feel happy and, re- like, just... I, I wish I could remember. I was just watching or reading something about that, and there was one significant health benefit that popped out to me that I was like, wow, really? That's really worth it. But I can't remember what it was. It helps, like, with uh, losing weight, too. Um, really? Okay. Yeah. Like, it, it does something with, like, brown fat and turns it in... Yeah, I don't... I don't know the specifics. Can't remember. All right, I'll tr- I'll give it a try. I'll, I'm gonna <laughs> wait till after the event. I have enough stress right now. I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll try it next with my new renewed life starting Monday. What after, are you gonna do? What event. are you gonna do with your life now? <laughs> I know. I'll have to find a new purpose. <laughs> I I was a just Christmas telling, event. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I was just telling my mom because I was walking with her today. I'm like, I'm like, Monday. It's like a fresh start. I'm just gonna feel like I have all the time and brain energy in the world. So I think, um, which is kind of like a dramatic way of looking at it. Like it's not that consuming. (laughs) I'm hosting like a super laid back picnic basically. (laughs) But in my mind, it's like, whoa, this like giant thing. Um, But yeah, I think that I can see. And oh, this is what I was really talking to her about. But then I lost my focus. Um. I could see, you know, how since it is an uncomfortable process for me to do this event stuff, I think that is one reason that I have continued to do it because I know it's like good for me because mm. I'm like, this is so uncomfortable that I know it must be really good for me to do this. So, Yeah. Do you think that you'll do any public speaking at the event? Probably not. <laughs> I have, I have, um, Joe Walker is going to be oh, there. Okay. He'll, he's going to do some of like the MC public stuff. I mean, I haven't really thought about it. I mean, I could do a whole like, 
Thank you, everyone, for coming <laughs> to my event. It has been such an honor. You know, I, I'm not really, I don't have anything to say, really. Like, put your events on my calendar. <laughs> Slam down the mic. I don't know. Well, I think that's one thing a lot of people appreciate about you and what you do is that you're not out there like, hey, look at me. This is what I'm doing. Uh, you're just, I mean, you don't even really have any pictures on Facebook. So, like, it's not like you're doing this for self-love. You're doing it for everybody else, for the community. I mean, I mean, yeah, I think I'm definitely not doing it for recognition. I, uh, I would say I, mm, I think that, I think maybe my purpose in life, like what I, what I find I'm drawn to is just like helping people like get the most out of things and like optimize their life and like like when I work with like kids like if I have a kid living in my home with me through like the safe families program like I'm like while they're with me I'm gonna read to them I'm gonna enrich them I'm gonna give them good food I'm gonna teach them about all these experiences I'm gonna like like the last kid who was living with us we learned sign language and it was just like I think that just brings me joy to help other people grow and so that's where probably I get my kicks out of this is I'm like I see helping people it helps me and i'm like that's that's makes it all fun and worth it awesome yeah i love it well thanks for doing this yeah. it was a lot of fun this thank was a lot more fun than the first time thank you oh what what was wrong with the first time no i i was you're only th episode 30 like six or something so i was okay. still learning it was I, part I mean, of the process I, I thought it was good it was it was I actually was, a good episode but i was wearing gray though against your gray <laughs> curtains and so I, when I get my picture this time, I would like it over, <laughs> overtake the numbers of our first episode. It definitely will. Perfect. Cool. So wait, wait, how, how are, real quick, <laughs> your brother's like, get me out of here. He's like, I gotta pee. start drinking this whiskey. Oh, do you have, okay. No, I don't. Cut it. Cut no, it. no go. we're good. We're good. We're good. Go I don't ahead. even remember what I was going to say. You were going to ask me a question. No, I wasn't. Yeah, you were. Hey, it was great seeing you guys. <laughs> And I hope you have some whiskey later. You sound like you want some. I know. I Why do I keep on? I'm like, you whiskey. <laughs> why is there whiskey there? They, they didn't hear that earlier, though, because I wasn't being recorded earlier. Yeah, no. No, there's whiskey in the room. Um, but I actually haven't drank it with any other guests. So maybe we'll have you back and drink some whiskey. It sounds good. Do you like whiskey? I do. Do you really? I do. Wow. Do you like Buffalo Trace? I don't think I've had that kind. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah. He still hasn't offered me any whiskey. No. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I can't drink anyway. You got to drive. I got to drive. Got to be responsible. I can't have you go to jail before the event. I know. And when that would be documented too. They'd be like, wait a minute. Oh, Sarah, speaking, at the of, end, speaking of documenting, uh, real quick. People thought you were going to have booze at the event. What, what was that about? I don't know what I'm allowed to divulge, but I'll tell you. I'll just tell you what I was told. So... <laughs> I don't think I could get in trouble for this. I'm trying to think if there's any way legally. Okay. I won't leave any names in it. How about that? Okay. Someone who represented Hawk Island County Park reached out to me and said, okay, little lady, we have gotten word from the local authorities, LPD, that they said numerous people were forwarding them. Uh, like email threads that said like yeah there's it's fine if you bring alcohol just um 
it, like everyone can bring alcohol. It just can't be marked. And they were say, making it sound like there was this big conversation going on that everybody was going to have like undercover alcohol at the party. <laughs> and I'm like, I have no idea what you're talking about. And he's like, you know, he, he kind of got the impression, the guy who came to me about this, that like I was like planning some like oh real gosh. like don't tell anybody. It's a huge <laughs> party kegger. Everybody bring your weed. You know, it's like, no, I'm like, this is like super family friendly. Like I. It's like, a complete Why opposite. would I bring on the liability of a big kegger in a park or whatever? But um, I have a suspicion. Well, there's two things. I think maybe, maybe somebody had like one of the vendors or something had like told their friends that. But why would anyone forward that to the police? I don't know. But apparently, a bunch of people forwarded stuff to them. I have a theory that someone who's feeling a little butt hurt was like, "Hmm, I'll try to like sabotage this party." But uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? Who cares? Who knows? They didn't succeed. So whatever. <laughs> Well, I liked your response to it. You're like, apparently somebody. Concerned citizens. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it'll all work out. There will be, um, I will give it another like a disclaimer. No booze at the party, people. Uh, hot cocoa, tea, coffee, smoothies. That's all you can drink. And water. Or awesome. whatever you bring that doesn't have alcohol in it. Cool. And no drugs. No drugs. Don't do drugs. We don't need drugs. Yeah. Anyway. No. That's all I got to say. Thank you, guys. <laughs> Thank you. This was fun. Thank you. Yes.